You're listening to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Each week, network marketing professional and mom-turned-entrepreneur Melanie Mitro gives you her tried-and-true tips for building a business from your kitchen table. This self-made millionaire went from a stay-at-home mom to the top of a network marketing business in just three years. She built an online health and fitness business from the ground up while raising babies and juggling being a mom and wife. Now she wants to help you become the boss of your own life. For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Well, good morning, everybody. Hey, it is Melanie Mitro, and I am here with Business Tip Tuesday. You guys all know it is my favorite day of the week. I've got my giant cup of coffee with my lipstick stain clearly on there, and I am in the middle of getting ready to head to Mexico on Thursday for a success club trip that I earned through Team Peachbody, and I'm so excited to see my team and the rest of the crew there, and so I just feel like I'm all over the place. Hello, good morning, and so I feel like I'm all over the place today, but um, but as I was preparing for today's episode, and I was writing down my notes, and I was really thinking about this concept, which is probably the number one thing that people say to me is how do you balance your business and your family? And um, and people really give me just, you know, a lot of, they really give me just, you know, a lot of questions in regards to this subject because it's kind of one of those things that, that people really do struggle with. So we're going to kind of dive into that today. All right, so here's the thing. Um, I don't believe in having a perfectly balanced life. I honestly believe that you have to make conscious decisions about where you want to spend your time. And, you know, I do believe that social media really can sometimes do an injustice and maybe you can kind of raise your hand and say, yep, I agree with that. You know, people really get good at painting this highlight reel of, oh gosh, you get to take these lavish vacations and I have all this money and I have beautiful cars and fancy clothes and I don't look like I ever work and just the money is just rolling in, right? And everybody makes it look effortless. And I really want to be very transparent with you when I say that it is hard work to build a large organization. If you have a goal to be a six or seven figure earner, right, in any company or any job, there is a lot of grit, there is a lot of conscious sacrifices, but there is a lot of discipline, consistency, and boundaries that have to be set because you can really let your pendulum swing one way or the other. So you can let your pendulum swing all the way to like being obsessed with your job and ignoring your family life and that's crumbling apart, or you can go the other way and have that guilt of, you know, family life and not missing out on things your kids are doing and then you neglect your business and the goals you've set for yourself. So the one thing that I have found is it's just kind of this constant back and forth where I'm recalibrating and realigning myself to make sure that I am on the right track. So for me, right, if I just paint this picture, when I first started my business, and I've said this before, I was obsessed with the business opportunity. I was obsessed with it. I absolutely went all in. I wanted to learn everything that there was to learn about how to support my clients in their health and fitness journey. And so my pendulum swung all the way to the far end of business and neglecting my family. And so unfortunately, it took for me some, some pretty raw conversations with my husband before I got myself in check. And I share this now, and I feel like God put that, that situation in front of me because it was going to become a tool for me to help other people that might be going through – 
some of the things that I went through and maybe prevent you from getting to the point where I got in my business, all right? So for me, right, it's all about, and for you, it's all about setting boundaries. So every single week when it comes to creating my, my schedule, I sit down and I make my plan. I even when I worked this business part time and it was kind of in these like pockets of free time when the babies were napping or, you know, on the weekends when when Matt was home, I was intentional about my business hours. I was very intentional about my goals. Every single week, I write at the top of my planner what my goals are for the next seven days, and then I go through, I make a to-do list of all the activities that I know I need to do, and then I block out the specific business times that I'm going to do those activities. And so I'm purposeful about that, and I'm purposeful about communicating that with Matt. And I'm purposeful about saying, hey, babe, these are my goals this week, this month, this quarter, this year. This is the time sacrifice it's going to take, but it is going to benefit our family financially in this certain way. So I've gotten good at saying like, okay, I want to be, you know, the top 0.01% of the company, or I want to be one of the top 10 or, or the top coach. But what does that actually mean for our family? What does that financially mean? So I translated, you know, my kind of feel good sort of goals into the reality of what it was going to do for our income, our family, quarterly bonuses and whatnot. And so when I shared that with Matt, he was more willing to give buy in to helping me with whatever needed done around the house, whether it was laundry or getting the kids to bed or getting them up in the morning or what or taking them out for the afternoon so that I could get a few things done. Like the buy-in was there because he could see, okay, if we reach this goal, this is how our life would change, all right? But I had to uphold my end of the bargain. So if I was going to get his buy-in, then I had to be very disciplined when I sat down to do my business hours to make sure that I was not scrolling the news feed, I was not watching IG stories, I was not just mindlessly on Pinterest looking for motivational quotes or getting ideas or listening to endless hours of training that is out there, you know, in the on the internet, but I was actually doing activities that were going to build my business, which were going to produce sales, signups, advancements in my team and all of that stuff, right? So, I think that's a big part when it comes to balancing your business and your family time. If you want buy-in and you want support from your spouse, you got to do the work and you got to prove it by the bottom line, by seeing that paycheck grow, that you are, that you need that buy-in and that they're going to give it to you. So if you aren't doing the work, you can't expect your spouse to support you. And that was the big thing with Matt and I. It's I couldn't go into the spare room and sit there for three hours and not produce a sale. I couldn't because after about, you know, a month, Matt was going to be like, I'm not going to sit out here with two screaming children or I'm not going to do bath time by myself and just let you go play. That That's just not fair. So I knew that I had to be disciplined and structured. So for me, that was the kind of the way I looked at it. I knew that if I needed the support, I needed to be productive. So when I sit down to build my business in these pockets of time, I have a very specific to-do list. I have a start time and I have an end time. So when I, for example, on Saturday mornings, I get up early, and the reason I get up early is because, number one, if I get up at 5 a.m., this is just me personally, I'm a morning person, if I get up at 5 a.m. and I work from five to eight, 
That's three hours, right? Five to six, yeah, three. I'm not very good at math. Three hours, then that's three hours. My kids maybe get up at eight or when they were little, it was like 7.30. So Matt had like a half hour or an hour that he had to get them up and maybe get breakfast started or turn on the TV and just kind of snuggle together. And I was able to devote those three hours in the morning to build my business. And I would do that on Saturday and Sunday. And I did that because that was my time to get ahead. I felt like Monday through Friday I was surviving and maybe that's where you're at. You're working a full-time job, you have children, you don't have you know, a long stretch to build your business throughout the day. So I would maximize the weekends. I made sacrifices so that I could get those three hours of purposeful time that was my invites, my follow-ups, adding my contact list, getting my social media posts together, organizing any of my accountability groups that I needed to do so that at 8 a.m. or whenever my end time was set on my calendar and I walked out of my office, I could be mom. And I got in the habit of being productive and then whenever the time changed and it was time for me to be mom, I learned to turn it off. There's no notifications on Facebook that are going off on my phone. Messenger is not turned on on my phone, right? Instagram messenger and Instagram sort of updates. Nothing is, it's all turned off. So that whenever I am mom, I'm not seeing that. It's not popping up. There's no dinging because what happens? If you're sitting there building a puzzle with the kids and your phone starts dinging at you and it's somebody that's messaging you, you're going to be very much so inclined to say, hold on, I just need to answer this message. And you're over here answering. And then before you know it, 20 minutes have gone by and you're supposed to be spending quality time with your kids, but you're really just sitting beside them and they're playing and you're answering messages. And that was me at the beginning. But I un uninstalled all of that and I started to make myself very, and I heard this quote somewhere else or somebody said this and they said to me, you know, um, they said an hour of quality one-on-one -on -one time is better than eight hours of you not being fully present. And so I started to say to myself, all right, Melanie, you were that eight hours of not fully present mom for a little while. It is time to just give your kids 100%. And so now I have these 100% pockets of time that I'm spending with my family and I don't have mom guilt anymore because I know that I'm present in the moment and my phone is turned off and I know that if somebody's gonna purchase from me or sign up with me, they can wait a few hours until I'm able to check in again and and that's the standard and if somebody can't wait then they are not going to fit in with my vibe and my tribe because I have boundaries in my business and I never want people on my team to think they need to be connected 24-7 to be successful because that's unrealistic and you're asking people to give up that balance that family life that they so desperately want and is the reason why they're creating a business in the first place but it is really easy to become a short order cook and literally be connected 24-7 so I set boundaries, uh, purposeful with my time, set boundaries. I stick to the schedule, right? And the other thing is I have these like checkpoints throughout the day. So it might be early morning and I'll say, okay, what are the things that need to be done first thing in the morning? What are the things that need to be done in the afternoon? And what are the things that need to be done in the evening? And I have a start and stop time and I work with a clock against the clock and I set a timer for those activities. Um, I also am very purposeful about making sure that I'm not just sitting on the computer. So 
for example, Matt and I, we would watch TV all the time. Every night we put the kids to bed, we'd sit down on the couch and I would pull up my phone or my laptop and I'd be working. But sometimes I was just scrolling and sometimes I was just like looking through Facebook or looking on Instagram and my husband just, he equates that as work, just like our kids equate that as work when we have our phones, right? And so for me, I started to say, if I'm not doing anything purposeful, like if I don't need to be on it, close it. Like you don't need to be connected all the time. I feel like we don't know what to do with our hands if we don't have a phone in it. And so I started to say, okay, Thursday nights, there's not really anything going on on social media. So I will do a quick check-in with my clients. I'll scan my messages real quick, what needs to be answered. And then I'm going to spend quality time with Matt. Quality time with Matt does not mean my phone is in my hand. It means the phone is in another room or sitting beside me, and I am actually engaging in conversation. Dinner time, that's another time. I do not bring the phone to the dinner table. I do not answer messages during dinner. I don't care if it rings or dings or somebody is like falling apart. It'll have to wait until dinner is over. I don't want my kids to do that. I don't want my husband to do that, so I'm not going to lead by that example either. Again, my business can wait. So again, then Friday night, same thing, right? It's kind of quiet on social media. I don't need to sit there and scroll. I can get in, check in with my clients, get out and move on for the, for the evening. Saturdays and Sundays, that's why I get up and do those pockets of time in the morning because now I've got the rest of the day to spend with my family. I'll come back in the evening and check in. So I have created my own checks and balances, my own business hours that I've communicated with Matt and we're on the same page. And as long as I respect the boundaries and I'm present, there is no issues and I am actually creating that income. Now, here's the thing. It's a sacrifice. I don't sit on the couch every afternoon like I used to and watch soap operas or take a nap. I don't just scroll on the internet anymore. I don't watch three hours of TV every night like I used to with my husband. I don't sleep in on the weekends. That's a sacrifice I made so that I can create a lifestyle that I want for my family, right? Whether it's now or in the future. And so I say to myself, I'm not gonna sacrifice my quality time with my kids but I'll sacrifice my own time. And so just in the in the six short years, and I would say in the three short years that I really was grinding in this business to build that momentum, that discipline was what built the engine. That's what built the compound effect and the momentum. And every day I would say to myself, I am willing to do what other people are not willing to do so that I can have what other people wish that they could have three years from now. And it's a discipline. It is a practice. It is like a muscle that you work to make it stronger. The more you exercise it, the better you become at it. And it is just a mindset and a personal development sort of thought process that helps keep me on track. Now, I'll end with this, and I will say, and then if there's any questions, guys, let me know. But here's the thing. I am not always 100% balanced. There are times in my business where it requires me to be a little more, um, a little more plugged in. If I'm pushing for a big goal or, you know, I'm doing a certain training or it's around an event that I'm going to be hosting, I will have to invest a little bit more time. There will be a greater sacrifice. There will be more weekends away from my kids or, or time away. And that's okay. I love my career and I love my job. But I don't run at that octane 12 months out of the year, 365 days, four years at a time. I communicate the stint with my spouse like, hey, we've got a six-week qualification coming up. Wednesday nights might be a little crazy for a little bit of time. I'm going to need to run a weekly business opportunity call every Wednesday at 8 o'clock. I'm going to need you to put the kids to bed. But this is the goal I'm trying to get to. This is why it's going to help our family. And I'll get to that goal, and then I rebalance myself. 
and then I schedule in some downtime and some quality time with my kids or we do something fun or my husband and I go on a date together. So there is some, there are periods of time where I'm pushing and I'm working more, but there's always a rebound. And the one thing for those of you that struggle with guilt is I want you to think about this. You as a parent building a business like you're building on social media, working from home, your children are watching everything that you are doing. They're taking it in, they're observing, they're observing the discipline, they're observing the success that you're having, the personal development that you're reading has totally become life lessons for me with my kids at the dinner table, right? So all the practice, all the not, don't, fa you know, fail forward, never give up, um, you know, practice makes makes perfect, right? You can't just walk out and achieve success in your, in your business, you gotta do the work, you gotta show up for the practices, and I feel like a lot of that is what has, has made me just a better role model to my children. And so while sometimes we can feel guilty about having to spend time away, I number one know that I am giving them such a great example of grit, of business building mindset, and I'm equipping them for, for how to be, you know, a contributor in society. The second thing is I work from home wherever I have Wi-Fi. So if my kids are sick, I don't have to call up work. They don't have to go to a babysitter. I literally can just close the computer and sit on the couch. If somebody gets sick, I'm there. I don't have to rearrange my schedule. I don't. I I have the ability to choose. And I think so often we get in this mindset of, oh, I feel guilty. But you should feel more guilty if you aren't maximizing your your ability to create a different life to get out of that rat race. Like you have this gift right in front of you that you need to lean into. And yes, every single success comes with sacrifice, but you have to look at what it's going to create in the long haul. Get out of the moment, get out of the here and now and that instant gratification and say, if I'm disciplined, if I practice, if I show up, if I make choices that are gonna help me grow my business, what will my life look like three years from now? Not financially, emotionally, physically, spiritually. What are my kids' gonna lives going to look like? Think about the bigger picture instead of just living in the moment, right? So that's kind of the biggest thing as I'm going through this process that I am always thinking about. All right. So, and lastly, communication is key. So communicating all of this with your spouse uh, is so important. And, and you know what? It takes time. It took time for Matt to get on board. It may take time for your spouse as well. But when they see that you are passionate about something and they truly love you and they want what's best for you, eventually they're going to lean into that because they see that it makes you happy and makes you a better spouse and it makes you, your family sort of cohesion work a little bit better as well. So things that you can do, number one, set goals for your business for the next seven days. Sit down, get out a planner, and mark out your business hours. When are you going to be most productive? Create that to-do list of what you're going to do during that time. Communicate your goals with your spouse, what nights you're going to need help and why. What are you going to be doing towards those times? How is it going to benefit them? Get, maybe you need to go uninstall all of the apps and all of the notifications right now. Turn off the ringer and all the dings so that you can be focused in your business and start practicing. I promise you it will slowly but surely get better. Those are your immediate things you can begin to do as you work through all the nitty gritty and the details. Now, I'm going to take a moment, I'm going to read these comments, and I'm going to answer any questions that you have. So if you have any questions, go ahead and drop those in the comments below. Heather, what are some of the to-dos that you did 
or do. So Heather, when you're thinking about starting a business, what are the activities that build income? Building income comes from expanding your contact list, so your reach, so your social media posts, you know, having two really good quality social media posts a day, having, you know, eight to ten Instagram stories a day, right? So that's number one. But that's not the only thing. We can't expect that to bring in all the new customers. It may get people in front of us, but now we need to interact. So now you set a goal for yourself. How many people do you want to start new conversations with every single day that, that would be people you would want to have as a part of your account? accountability or as a part of your business. Then you got to do actual invitations where you're inviting people. So that's the next thing, following up with people. That's the next thing, right? Managing current customers and current team members. That's the last thing. I don't do personal development during my like very structured business time where I've got 100% focus because Personal development can be done while I'm cleaning the house, put my earbuds in, pocket, you know, phone in my pocket, or in the car when I'm driving, or getting ready in the morning. That is not an activity that's done during my business, like my focused business hours. I fit that in other places. I can read a book in the evening and sit on the couch. Like That's not a big deal, all right? So those are my focus, but things that are gonna give me the biggest return on my investment, your vital, vital behaviors to business success. So Heather, I hope that that helps you there. Um, let's see. Perfect. Let's see, Jessica. I never have been able to get up early, and I heard you say that phrase a week ago. You have to be well. Yes, absolutely. Yay. And you know, for those of you that are like Jessica and are like, I can't get up early. The five-second rule is great. Um, Shalene Johnson's also helped me. I will repeat to myself, I'm up, I'm up, I'm up. You know, I'm up. Wake up. You're willing to do what other people are not willing to do. Like I repeat that to myself. You're awake, you're awake, you're awake. And it's, again, it's a muscle. And some days I hit snooze, some days I fail, but more often than not, I get up because I think about if I don't do this, somebody else is getting ahead of me or it's shaving off time for me to build my business. And so I kind of live in that mindset and that drives my success forward. All right, I don't see any other questions there below. So thanks so much for tuning in today. I really, really hope this helps you with the boundaries. It is something you really do have to work at, but you can achieve it. And again, there always is sacrifice no matter what you do, whether you drive to work every day or you build a business from home. There's always gonna be pros and cons. It's just how do you want your life to play out and what do you want it to look like, all right? Okay, guys, I will see you next week for Business Tip Tuesday, and I hope you have a wonderful week. See you guys later. Take care.